Welcome to the Mission Kids Podcast with your host, Courtney. Happy Friday, my friends. I hope you have had a wonderful week in this perfect, amazing weather. I am so excited for this weekend because Mission Kids starts back this week. And while I may not have many of you in Mission Kids quite yet, I do have lots of your younger brothers and sisters, and that means we are just one step closer to having children's church together again. So I cannot wait until the day that I'm able to be with all of you, but in the meantime, I am so excited to start Mission Kids back. But fear not, we continue on with the podcast, and we continue on with our rhythm of learning more about church history and how the world looked during the time that Jesus was alive. And we'll do that every Friday. And today we're going to learn about how the Romans would get around back in the day. So land travel in ancient Palestine was always by foot. So if you were just a regular person like me or you, you would hoof it around on your own two feet. If you had the means, though, you got to use the power and energy supplied by other people or animals. Mostly people walked. They used paths between homes within villages and trails and paths between towns. Now, when I read about this, all I can think about is I cannot imagine Living where I live, even though I'm in Chattanooga and I'm very close to downtown, I could not imagine having to walk everywhere. But that's still the reality for a lot of people today in the city, using public transportation or finding a way to walk on foot. Some people even ride their bicycles around. There's usually more than one way to get somewhere. And well-worn roads between cities and larger towns linked to the impressive paved Roman road system, which was a really big deal back then. I know we have roads literally everywhere. You probably live off of a road. Um, But in the Roman world, this road system was a very big deal. If you reach the Roman road system, a walking person leading a loaded donkey could go about three miles an hour and cover about 23 miles in a day. People traveled to visit relatives, to sell and buy goods that weren't available locally, and to participate in religious holidays and festivals. You might remember, we've talked about it a little bit on the podcast, that Jewish people celebrated three pilgrimage festivals during the year, and families would travel from their homes throughout the land to the holy city of Jerusalem and its temple. Anyone remember what those festivals are called? One's going to sound really familiar. We talk about it a lot around the time of Jesus's death and resurrection, which is Passover feast. There was another one we talked about recently called Sukkoth. And then there's a third one called Shavuot. And it would require the faithful to journey to Jerusalem and stay there for the length of the festival, which was usually a few days. And often whole villages of people would travel to these festivals together. 
But when we think of the Roman people, or at least when I think of the Roman people, I think about a lot of animals, or maybe a chariot, or something called a litter, which is where people would carry you around in this fancy wooden contraption. And those did exist. So horses, for example, um, would be used for military or government purposes in the time of Jesus's life. Rumor has it that King Herod the Great had 6,000 horses in his cavalry. Official messengers on horseback using the Roman roads and switching horses at intervals could travel hundreds of miles in just a few days. Camels would carry riders and endure dryness and heat, but they also spit and bit and were usually even slower than walking. Camels were very good long-distant cargo haulers, though. But, again, you have to deal with the spitting. And then, of course, we have donkeys. And we know that we can ride donkeys, or that the Roman people would ride donkeys, because Jesus himself rode into Jerusalem on a donkey. Donkeys could carry heavy loads, pull plows or carts, and in a pinch be ridden by people. They were slower than horses, but sure-footed on steep climbs over the mountains. Chariots were usually pulled by horses, and they were weapons of war, but also got used from time to time to transport officials. One New Testament story has Philip hitching a ride on a chariot with the court treasurer of the kingdom of Ethiopia. They were probably traveling on a mostly smooth Roman road. And then finally, we have the litters. Among the Romans and wannabe Romans, a special kind of bed called a litter was used to carry dignitaries and very wealthy people. These required two or more slaves to carry them. And litters were most commonly used in cities and towns, not really for long distance travel. With all of the walking by foot, It's worth mentioning something very common back in the day of the Romans and in Jesus's time, which is foot washing. With all this walking, it's no surprise that foot washing was a regular custom in the ancient world. When you welcomed a traveler into your home, washing their feet was both a practical and hospitable move, especially if they went barefoot or wore gappy, floppy sandals all the time. In houses with servants, this dirty work fell to them, and in less well-heeled houses, often the host simply provided water and guests would wash their own feet. Because Jerusalem sits quite a bit above sea level, about 2,400 feet above sea level, on a ridge of mountains in the middle of the country, It seems like every road to the holy city required going uphill. Those traveling the ridge road from Galilee and Samaria had less of a climb. But if you were coming up from Jericho, you would have climbed 3,300 feet over about 20 miles. The Bible calls the route from Jericho up to Jerusalem the Ascent of Adamin, which means the Red Ascent. After a rainy journey, guess what color the mud on your feet would be? If you guessed red, you'd be correct. 
Can you imagine if every time the church had a big celebration, like during Holy Week or around Christmas, that your whole neighborhood had to walk together many miles to get to church, camp out there for a few days, and celebrate whatever it is that you were celebrating at the time? Sounds pretty fun, honestly. I kind of wish we still did that today. Again, I love learning about what the world looked like when Jesus was in it and just seeing how many differences and how many similarities exist between the time that Jesus lived and walked this earth and between what our lives look like now. Would you pray with me? I praise my God this day. I give myself to God this day. I ask God to help me this day. You may lift up your own prayers and petitions to the Lord at this time. And now we are bold to pray together as our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, Hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. If you have a question, story you want to share with me, or a prayer request you'd like shared on the podcast, give me a call. My number is 423-708-5354. I would love to hear from you. And remember, God loves you. He loves all of creation. I love you and I miss you. Have a great day, y'all.